let, let's get to this. We talked about this yesterday. We were talking about um, how a lot of you on the text line keep saying that you, you don't feel like you belong with the NDP. You don't feel like you belong with the UCP. And, and to be honest, a bunch of texts yesterday, and you're kind of disappointed with what you've seen from the Alberta party in this campaign. You'd like to vote for them, but you can't because they don't have a candidate in your writing. So uh, we offered to get Barry Morishita on the air, and we can ask some of those questions, and uh, he's been gracious enough to join us. Barry, thank you so much for joining us. Always appreciate your time. No, thank you very much, Shay. To start, here we are. We're, we're, we're less than three weeks now, about two and a half weeks away from voting day. Um, how many candidates have you managed to uh, put into the roster so far? Uh, I believe we're at 22 or 23. Um, we'll see what happens tomorrow at the deadline. Yeah, tomorrow's the deadline, so uh, there's a chance there could be a couple more added. Is that disappointing yeah. to you, Barry? It's, it's it's disappointing to me, I'll be honest with you. Out of 87 ridings, you're, you're batting almost 250 there. Yeah, no, it, it's disappointing. And uh, but you know, we when we look at 2019, and we had we had 87 candidates. Uh, you know, um, we didn't we didn't fare well coming out of the election. We we certainly gathered more votes across the province as a total. I think 172,000, and we're just over nine percent. But we didn't have a seat in the legislature, and that certainly hurt us for the next four years. And so. When we were, um, you know, we met a lot of resistance, to be completely honest. A lot of people were intimidated um, when it came to uh, running uh, provincially, um, both internally and externally. And by that, I mean, you know, they were concerned about what the environment was like. But also they felt pressure from other political parties in other ways, which is unfortunate. And um, so it was, a, it was a struggle. And, and the fact is, is that the Alberta party is trying to get its foot in the door. And uh, that not as appealing for some people so we concentrated on a strategy that says look it's really important for us to be moderating the discussion to do that we need seats in the legislature and so that's our strategy going forward we we're going to be working really hard to get a couple of seats in the legislature yeah so you were actively recruiting and running into people who were saying you know what i'd like to i feel like alberta party is my home but i'm just not interested in doing it right now yeah, and, 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 you know, the odds, like, I mean, um, you know, money's an issue, but yeah. you don't get money unless you get exposure. You don't get exposure unless you get money. We, we struggled with that for sure. Um, but you know, more, more kind of some of the subtle intimidation. I, I can tell you a story. When I became leader in the fall of uh, 2021, we were going to have a meet and greet in the city of Calgary. One of the constituencies was hosting it. We were going to have a meet and greet in a pub in one place, and the next night we were going to be in a in a club, like kind of a hall building. Uh, a couple of days before the event, we were told by the pub owner, "Don't bother coming. We 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 can't afford to be affiliated with the Alberta Party because of our customer base and people they knew." And so, you know, we were told not to come to the pub. I mean, really, you know, those yes, absolutely, and you know, that's that's the God's honest truth. And um, and we've also had people who have had to leave the Alberta Party board because. Uh, whether their spouse or them directly, uh, their employment was was subtly, um, you know, threatened. And those kinds of things don't belong in our politics, and it's part of what is so frustrating. And then on top of that, and you've spoken about this many times on your show, and I appreciate you bringing those things to light about the absolutely insane things that happen on social media, mm-hmm. particularly for women candidates, and um, 
Uh, and it's very difficult. Um, lots of people have thick skin, but they have families and children and, and relatives to think of. And it, it, it's a difficult environment to attract quality people to the job. Oh, I have no doubt. I, I, I can't imagine why anybody would want to get into politics in this day and age. It's, it's just absolutely toxic. Um, I, I'm wondering what that means for you as you try and mount a campaign, though. And, and the impression I get from a lot of listeners, and to be honest with you, Barry, they say, I'd like to vote for the party, but I don't, I don't even have a candidate. How serious of an alternative can you present yourself? as when three quarters of the province can't even cast a ballot for your party yeah no you know you're not you're not you're not misstating it that that is a consideration when we can't vote and we went through all those considerations because it, we you know we thought we could you know get enough names on ballots to be full but was that where we were going to spend our time and effort and it just came down to we don't didn't have enough resources to be able to do both of those jobs um get 87 candidates in place and work really hard on the ridings we thought um, we had a reasonable shot at winning and so we saw it was important for building the party forward to uh to get a couple of seats in the legislature that became kind of the priority uh, of of our uh, activity speaking about getting a couple of seats in the legislature I, we, we you and i talked about this not that long ago uh you're running in brooks the exact same riding you came in third six months ago yep. in the by-election what are you looking for this time how are you seeing things unfold we've only got a couple of weeks and a bit to go here are you expecting a better outcome yeah, no, I, you know, I think we'll, I think we're going to do better. I don't know that we're going to win this riding this time around. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, so to speak. And we're, we're committed to doing, doing it the right way. There's, I, there's no doubt about it. We looked around for an opportunity for me as uh, the leader to run somewhere else. But at the end of the day, uh, we had to be true to our values. We want MLAs to be from their communities. We want them to be able to represent their constituents in a real genuine um thoughtful way and that just brought me back to where where uh where i'm running again here in brooks madison hat and uh we think that's an important principle to stick to and that's how change is going to come um i'm wondering you're talking about growth and i think you're absolutely right you're definitely in a growth cycle here if things go well for the people who want to vote for the alberta party and say i don't have a candidate is there another way i mean it, like you say you're it, it, you're thinking a couple of elections who knows how far out but i mean that work can start now in terms of you know not actually candidates not getting votes but organizing building some absolutely. sort of a base in the riding yeah, absolutely. They can do that now. They can do that uh, now and in the future, but they can also support the candidates in the area or the or the party province wide. Um, you know, we're 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 always uh, we always need that in order to be able to have the resources to grow, so that we are in a good position in 2027 to be able to have 87 good candidates and an opportunity there. But yeah, we need people who are interested and and who would like to support the Alberta Party who align with us. Uh, if they don't have a candidate, I, I apologize. I wish uh, we did have 87, but we don't. But there are other ways you can support financially by volunteering on other campaigns. And um, together we can maybe make some change that will make a difference in the long term. That's what our goal is. Got a few texts, and it's something I haven't thought of before, but um, people on the text line saying, you know what, part of my issue with the Alberta Party is the fact that I see a lot of big-name old PCers showing up in the party. I mean, uh, is that something you've heard? I mean, if there's people who are thinking they don't want to vote Conservative, and then they go to the Alberta Party, and they see Stephen Mandel out knocking on doors, which he was this weekend, um, yeah. do they? Do, does that make them think, well, well wait a minute, it's just um, the same thing in a different uh, T-shirt? 
Yeah, well, so here's here's the thing. You know, the problem with our politics today is that we just surface everything is on the surface. You know, we see a picture, we, we, we see a headline, and then everything is decided. That's just not the case. The Alberta Party, the reason it attracts people who have been involved with other parties is they're sick and tired of what the UCP and the NDP uh, do when it comes to campaigning. When they campaign on fear, they yell and scream at each other. People are tired of that. And we've got former NDP uh, people, people that have run or considered running or win nominations for the NDP running for us. We have a UCP, former UCP nominee that was going to run uh, running for us. The reason is because they're sick and tired of this kind of politics. And I saw it at the, hear it at the doors all the time. So we have to, we're attracting them because they're the ones that have, are seeing it too. And uh, these new Alberta Party members don't uh, just, you know, form out of thin air. They come from somewhere else because Alberta has left the centrist, moderate, thoughtful approach behind in the last two elections, and we need to get back to it. Give us the elevator pitch. I mean, what makes you different? Why should Albertans take a look at the Alberta Party? What sets you apart from either the UCP or the NDP? What is the platform? Well, uh, you know, our, our platform speaks to solutions, and I, you know, I, and I could give you a million of them with healthcare, with education, but it speaks to what's needed on the ground. Um, we've talked to teachers, we've talked to doctors, they're telling us exactly the solutions that need to be made. They don't need grand announcements of a billion dollars being spent. They want to know how you're actually getting doctors in communities, how you are making sure that the working conditions for paramedics are right. You don't get those by making those decisions away from those people. You've got to be with them and making them. Today in High River, I'm, I'm hopefully meeting with some doctors who have some solutions about how to make sure that General physicians, family physicians are going to be a sustainable uh, priority going forward for Alberta. And you don't do that unless you're on the ground talking. That's what the Alberta Party is talking about. We're here to make sure that communities are better off uh, in the next four years and the next eight years. We're not talking about winning elections. We think you win elections because you provide uh, constituents the opportunity to be part of the process and to improve their communities. Right now, people are sick and tired of the conversation that's going on, the giveaways uh, on one side, the giveaways on the other, um, promises that can't be kept without just really hurting the Alberta economy when you talk about taxes, uh, huge promises to spend money on uh, private interests when we have so many priorities in education, health care, and social services, um, all to get votes. And, um, you know, I hope we meet that point where they say, look, there's an alternative here. We know that there's good ideas that come from one side or the other. We're the group that can moderate that discussion, can actually move us forward without the rhetoric and without the politics. We, we believe that's possible, uh, and we need people to um, vote for that this time around. Yeah, but you've hit on the problem. You've hit on the problem. All those things, they're, they're wonderful ideals and all the rest of that stuff, and, and you're not focused on getting the votes. You'll get the votes if you do the right things. If you don't get the votes, you can't do the right things. It's the same thing you talked about. That's the, that's the age-old issue when it comes to politics. All the promises that you're talking about, they're in order to get elected, so once you're elected, you can do some things. If you don't get elected, all the things you're talking about don't matter. Yep. No, you know, Shay, it's true. But if you get elected for the wrong reasons, yep. if you if you uh, continue to compromise your principles, if you continue to compromise to the point where the solution is so watered down, it doesn't make a difference, are you making a difference? And I would suggest that for the last 10 years, Alberta has been very stagnant, very stale. It has not been innovative in its delivery approach. It has not trusted its professionals, its teachers, its, its doctors, its nurses, its 
healthcare workers, uh, and we've just continually politicked ourselves into a crisis in every one of those areas. And the only thing that's going to change it is that thoughtful approach. And I think Albertans know it. They just need to get over that fear Mm -hmm. of someone else winning. They've got to vote for some people in there. And the Alberta Party candidates are the ones that can make that discussion happen, certainly in a minority minority government. And uh, we've got to get there. Um, Otherwise, we're going to just have four years more of the same. It doesn't matter who's uh, in charge. Barry, I always uh, appreciate you coming in here and answering the questions. uh, and, And best of luck in the campaign. And we'll check in as we go along.